fear of rejection based off what other people presumed you to be, then more than likely you felt the need to act a certain way or carry yourself a certain way in order for you to fit in. And think about it. It's been conditioned and programmed since we were little. Your parents told you you cannot, you know, act a certain way because you were going to get in trouble or you cannot laugh in a certain way because that sounded ridiculous or you cannot wear those colors because you look crazy. Those are all things that they have taught you or you've learned through social media or through external influences that have made you have this fear of rejection. What's going on, guys? It's your host, Alexa Pena, with another episode for Walking Manifestator. And in this episode, I really want to dive deep into the fear of rejection. Now, if you're like most of us, you at one point or another have experienced this fear of rejection, whether it was from a boss, whether it was from your parents, whether it was a relationship that you were in, whatever the external circumstance that you have experienced the fear of being rejected, I want to really dive deep into how I've learned to understand it. And it's really allowed so many people to truly break free from this conditioning that has happened in a very subconscious level. So with that being said, let's dive deep into this overall topic. Now, one of the first things that I want to start by sharing is, as we've discovered in previous episodes, we all have a paradigm. Now, a paradigm is events that have happened in our life that have almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. What does that mean? Things that have happened in your life that essentially have molded you to be who you are now. Now, the interesting part of this is who we identify as is all based off circumstances, external things that have happened in our life that identify who we act as, right? And I think this is something so important, which is going to tie into the final point that I will make once we get to that point. But it's truly hand in hand with your purpose. Now, understanding the root of fear is super important in this because what you don't know, you simply do not know. And for most of us, we were raised, whether that was with parents or without parents, to believe and act a certain way. So if you went to school when you were younger, and let's say your parents or whoever raised you or whatever you were being influenced by said you needed to wear such and such clothes or be in such and such shape or have such and such skin color, whatever the case might be, and you did not have that overall identity that they were associating with normal or associating as accepting. And let's just say you were in that situation and you had parents that always bashed you for saying things about maybe your weight, maybe you were somebody that was overweight, or maybe it was other peers and you went to school. And for most of us, we know how 
harsh (laughs) kids can be. That's the reality. Not all of them, of course, but for most of us, I remember being in middle school um, and even actually in elementary and being bullied. I remember that in in, um, elementary school, I was overweight at one point. And because of the fact that I was overweight, I was bullied. And after that, I remember like points where I would feel uncomfortable because I didn't have nice clothes. And I remember seeing other people that had very nice, whether it be new shoes all the time, new clothes all the time. And if you've listened to my first podcast, you know a little bit about my story. If you're new, then just to give you some back context, I was raised with my grandparents and we literally up until I was in sixth grade, um, I was living with them in a storage room. Essentially from there, we moved into like an apartment and I finally had like my own room. But up until that point, like I was very self-conscious about even like having anybody know my story, like my life. And this is something that for the longest time played such an impact on how I viewed myself. And this is why I say that this shapes our reality. It shapes the way that we perceive ourselves. And when it comes to being fear of having fear of rejection, what happens is that you are so set on wanting to act as a chameleon with certain people, right? Sometimes I don't know if you heard that phrase, like, oh, I'm a chameleon. But it's because you're essentially molding who you are, molding who you carry yourself as to confide to every single one of these different types of personalities. And internally, your inner self, your overall inner childhood knows who you really are. And these things just don't associate with you. So I'll give you an example. If you're going and let's say you're on a date and the person that you're talking to is very well established and maybe you're still not at a point in life where you feel very proud of where you're at. You have two options at that point, right? Either be vulnerable, which for most people, that is one of the hardest things to do or lie, right? And lie about where you're at because you don't want to be judged. By doing that, what did you just create? You are actually having fear of rejection because you are afraid of being honest with this person, which in turn could lead to potentially them, you know, not wanting to talk to you. But here's where it gets interesting. And this is something, this is a podcast that's really geared around helping people just become more aware of not only our thoughts, but how we can change. Because what we do not become aware of we continue to play out as time passes. And whatever you've learned, you've learned it from your parents and your parents learned it from their parents and their parents learned it from their parents. And the chain goes on and on and on. You have to be the one to break that chain from everything that you have been taught that does not serve you. So when you're in that situation, there's something very important to realize, which is if this person cannot accept me for who I am and who I envision myself to be, is this really my type of person? You see, there's a lot of people that now that I have established things in my life, they want to talk to me sometimes because I, number one, don't want to hang out with certain people that just want to be Debbie Downers or, you know, talk bad about other people. I've kind of like, all right, you be in your corner, I be in my corner, I wish you the best, but I don't want to associate with you. And that can actually put you in a state where, you know who you want 
around you versus you being that person that molds to everybody just to be that person that fits in. And I tell my son this all the time, like there's a beauty in being unique. And you see, they never taught me that growing up. Like for me, it was like fit in, do what you have to go to school so that you can get a good job. And so that you can eventually, you know, work for somebody and have money and work until you're 65 and basically get social security. Now we know that is a rat race because for most of us, if you're aware of, you know that social security by the time whenever you're listening to this, but for most of us, if you're like in your twenties, thirties, you're not going to have that ability. And now you have a conscious awareness around the fact that you are maybe setting some money aside, doing whatever it might be to be proactive about this. But my point here is that when it came down to how we were raised, your parents have their identity based off how they were raised. And if you do not become aware of how much of an impact that has truly played in who you are, who you identify as, you're always going to continue to be that person. And you see, the thing with that is that if you have kids, you're going to teach them the same thing subconsciously, because it's not like you're wanting them to learn these behaviors, but kids learn what they see, not what you tell them. So it's the same thing for you. Maybe you're saying like, no, well, they didn't, you know, tell me these things, but you learned them in one way or another. So when we're in a state of becoming aware of what is it that shaped us, this is going to allow us to truly break free from that idea of wanting to normalize to fit in with anybody. You see, not everybody's going to be your tribe. Maybe to some of you, this message is not going to hit home and that's perfectly okay. But if you're like most of us that have encountered at one point or another fear of rejection based off what other people presumed you to be, then more than likely you felt the need to act a certain way or carry yourself a certain way in order for you to fit in. And think about it. It's been conditioned and programmed since we were little. Your parents told you you cannot, you know, act a certain way because you were going to get in trouble or you cannot laugh in a certain way because that sounded ridiculous or you cannot wear those colors because you look crazy. Those are all things that they have taught you or you've learned through social media or through external influences that have made you have this fear of rejection. And think about it. What is the opposite of, you know, rejection? It's acceptance, right? So when you are fearful of rejection, you are not accepting yourself. And that's like the biggest aha moment that I think I realized because it was something that for the longest time, I wanted to be like everybody's cup of tea. At first, I didn't want to be anybody's cup of tea. I was like my way or the highway type of energy. And that was something that I definitely burned a lot of bridges for. And as I learned and I grew... I wanted to just be nice to everybody because of how ugly maybe I had been at to a certain point in my life. And just because of how broken I was, I wanted to try and change that. And then I realized, you know what? I don't have to allow everybody in my energy. doesn't mean I'm going to be mean, but I don't have to accept just anybody into my energy because then that overall is implying that I have no boundaries. I have no standards for what I allow and don't allow into my life. And a key point here, you need to develop resilience for building these techniques that are going to help you to truly embody that higher version of you. And I'll give you an example. So if you're 
fearful of being rejected because you want to be accepted. But if you peel that onion a little bit further and you realize, okay, who am I? Who am I truly? And all of us have this like inner childhood child inside of us that we have like suppressed. It's like, no, you're not going to act this way. We're not going to let loose. We're not going to, you know, carry ourselves this way because we don't want people to look at us like if we're crazy or communicate in a certain way or wear those shoes because we look like we don't fit in. But if we go back and really find out what are those things that really make us whole by identifying what it is that you really overall feel like this is who I am. This is something that feels natural to me. Maybe it's drawing. Maybe it's going on on walks to reconnect. Maybe it's, you know, going with your kids for, you know, a, I don't know, a museum, whatever the case might be. These things are going to help you really rediscover who you are so that you can allow yourself the grace to have those boundaries so that you don't just accept anybody in your energy. You see, so many people, no matter what you say to them, that's just what they're going to believe as what it is. It doesn't matter if a billionaire, trillionaire is sitting right in front of their face telling them, hey, this is the key to success. This is what you need to be happy. This is what you need to be free. And they're going to doubt because that's just the conditioning that they've had. And no matter what you try and explain to them, they're set in their way. And if that is you, then this message is definitely not for you. However, if it's not you and you're in a situation where you're like, you know what? I'm really just looking to take more tangible actions this 2024. I want to be that person that breaks free from what my family has instilled in me or maybe lack of family, right? You grew up seeing other people and that's what you identified as yourself. Finding yourself is really going to allow you to learn what it is that you want in your life, what you actually want to stand for and what you will not stand for. This is going to be such an important part of your life because it's kind of like marketing. I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but our marketing experts have always said like, if you are not speaking to a specific audience, you're speaking to no one, right? So if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. It's the same thing when it comes to your awareness of what your boundaries are. If you don't know what your boundaries are, you're always going to allow everybody in because of the fact that you are fearful of being rejected. Therefore, the reality is that you just don't accept yourself. You're not happy with yourself. And this is why I say that finding who you are is so important in this journey because by allowing yourself that time that you are worthy of to figure out who are you, not who you've been conditioned to be, but truly who are you, that is going to be that moment that you realize I don't have to be ugly to the person that comes and serves me my food just because I feel like I am better than them. You're going to be that person that actually genuinely wants to pay it forward. You see, I've been to restaurants where sometimes the waitress has like the worst attitude and people, and I am not pointing the finger because I'm definitely guilty of that at one point in my life when I was younger. If you give me attitude, oh, I was going to give you attitude and let's see who had the bigger attitude, which is so toxic to think of things that way. 
But now when something like that happens, I, in my mind, right away think of like, you know, we don't know what she's going through and she might be having a, a hard day or whatever the case is. And you allow yourself in that moment to show kindness because you know that you've started to do the work, but maybe she or he hasn't. And therefore they're living in this state of lack. They're living in the state of resentment toward the world. They're living in this state of overall unhappiness. And you see, when you start doing like internal work, like actual self-development journey, you're never done. This is like an ongoing process. This is like forever. But it's a beautiful thing because you know you're always growing. And the one thing that I can hear from somebody that will always make me feel just happy is that you're nothing like the person I used to know. Because honestly, I'm not the person that I I was last week. This week alone, I've learned new things that I'm like, wow, this is very inspiring. I was at this um, local tea shop that I like to go today and a person sat next to me and that person was with their family. It was a guy, a girl and their little one. Maybe it was his son was probably about like seven years old, around the same age with my son. And this person you could see was going through a very bad day. Um, he was being very ugly toward his kid. The wife, you can tell she was like avoiding eye contact with everybody because you could tell that there was just like this energy that overall was not the best to be in. And this person just kept being so ugly with the kid. And this is where society is right now, where even if you, you know, report like abuse, for instance, um, toward a kid. People really don't do anything until it's too late a lot of the times. And the reason why I'm so inspired when it comes to like these podcasts and just sharing this mission of like awareness is because whatever that dad went through as a child, maybe he was abused, maybe he was neglected. Now he is doing everything back to his kid because he didn't learn any new techniques. You see, and this is your opportunity to break that chain. You can be the difference for somebody. You can be that difference for yourself. You can be that person that just completely becomes a better version of yourself. And in in turn, you're going to impact everybody in your family. You see, you don't have to make millions to be happy. You need to be happy with yourself. And by being happy with yourself through self-discovery, You impact everybody around you, and that carries a different frequency. And that's why I believe in universal laws, because if you believe in karma, you know that what you put out, you get back. And the law of vibration states that whatever you're in vibration to is what you're going to attract. So if you're always fearful of things, that's all you're going to attract. Situations that are going to prove you that you should have fear, because that is what you're manifesting. So with that being said, You can do some tangible things to allow you to break free. You can start journaling. Journaling helps so much. Just journal about what you're thankful for. Start being more mindful about what it is that you want to put out, how you're coming across in terms of the energy you're putting out, the way you're talking to people. 
actually sitting down and becoming aware of what it is that you are thinking about throughout the day and what is it that you want? Because by identifying what you want, you're going to be able to tap into that person that we just talked about that you suppressed for so long, that inner child, and actually go and be goofy, go and go to the park with your kids. Or if you don't have kids and you want to just go and, you know, reconnect with nature and take off your shoes, like don't be afraid of what people are going to look you as because you're hugging a tree. I hug trees all the time and I do not care if people look at me funny. I'm like, I am connecting with mother nature. So with that being said, be yourself. And one of the best things that I've learned, honestly, guys, has been to become vulnerable. Like me just sharing about my story was something that I was like, yeah, no, I'm never going to do that. Like nobody's ever going to know my life and I'm going to become famous or I'm going to make money at one point and I'm never going to share my story. And it's funny because life really has a way of humbling you, throwing you through all these experiences that you can either feel bad about or you can learn something so that later in life you actually grew from them. And you're a better version for them. So with that being said, remember to be kind to others. Remember to be kind to yourself. Love yourself. You are truly worthy. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means the world. I've been seeing the support. I've been seeing the messages. And it truly means so much to me. If you guys have anything in particular that you would like to cover in our next episode, please feel free to send us a message. All of the links are listed on the podcast. So we would love to hear from you. We want to make this a two-way street conversation. Anyways, I hope you have a fantastic and blessed day, and we will talk to you on the next one.